Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck, hosted by yours truly, Alana Kapitz and Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm Alana, the CEO and founder of Moms Toronto. We're on a mission to bring moms together and give them a great day, revolutionizing maternity leave. And I'm Dr. Dina Kulik. I'm a pediatrician and pediatric emergency medicine doctor. I provide no-nonsense child health advice, dispelling myths, and empowering parents to parent confidently and raise your healthiest kids. Together, we have six kids under eight. We are eager to chat with other moms, entrepreneurs, and interesting people about everything from sex to alcohol, sleep woes, and body shaming. We aren't afraid to talk about taboo topics or share our many opinions. We say it like it is and want to get to the heart of the issues facing moms and caregivers everywhere. Come join us. Hello, 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 friends and family. Welcome to Moms That Say Fuck with Dr. Sean Miravici. What's wrong? What's did I do? Nothing. <laughs> Dr. Sean is a graduate of the Canadian College of Naturopathic, Natro, Nat, Naturopathic Medicine and is a member of the Pediatric Association of Naturopathic Physicians. He has over eight years of clinical experience with a focus in neurological conditions, pain management, cancer, and pediatrics. Welcome, Dr. Sean. Thanks for having you me. You got to get way closer to the mic. Thank you for having me. I want you to pull the yeah. mic closer to you and sit back cozy. Get uh, chill. Ah, there you that's go. That's the uh. one. <laughs> that's better. Okay, so tell me, Dr. Sean. Mm-hmm. You're the second dude we've ever had on the cool. show. I like second? that. We another dude on? Doc, Jack Newman. Newman. Yes, we sure did. The only yes. other dude and Andrew. Had. And Andrew sits and Andrew here sits every here. day listening and playing uh, solitaire or whatever shit you're playing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so what is... A naturopathic physician. What does that mean? A naturopathic physician, doctor. Uh, Basically, we're primary care doctors in Ontario, um, but we focus in the air quotes alternative modalities of medicine. So nutrition, botanical medicine, uh, traditional Asian medicine. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, I actually do IV therapy as well. So that's an extra certification. Um, But yeah, that's basically it. A what? IV therapy, me? IV, yeah, <laughs> like like intravenous. Oh, in your veins. Yeah. Oh my what god. You, you know, like IVs? the uh, the hangover uh, IVs. <laughs> yeah, like Vegas, vitamins and shit, influence. Yeah, vitamins and shit. Cool. Exactly. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah, we used to be able to do uh, extracts of echinacea and uh, licorice, but uh, they, <laughs> the government took that away from us because um, it didn't do anything, or because it wasn't safe. Or no, um, yeah. when. Why? We got re-regulated uh, under the RHPA. Um, there What's was an RHPA. Regu- uh, what is it? Regulated Health Practitioners Act. You're under it too. I guess it's like a government. I just assume act. that as a physician that I am. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, the government. There was some back and forth with the government. We got prescribing rights to hormones, but they took away some other stuff, including some of those IV stuff. So. What do you mean by hormones? Like you give people testosterone. Everything except testosterone, which is kind of And funny. like you're giving estrogen. Estrogen. You could do estrogen, progesterone, thyroid hormone. That's really the only IV. One. No, sorry. That's oh, just like in Just general. prescribing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. I thought you meant IV. I was like, who the hell is giving estrogen yeah. IV? What is that for? I need to learn more than that. Okay. I actually had a uh, patient ask me uh, recently if uh, I could do cannabis IV. <laughs> and it's coming. It's yeah. coming, but uh, no, not yet. It's just faster... <laughs> To the bloodstream. I don't know why they would want it, but it's the same like I guess people asking me, can or? you give me coffee, Ivy? Right. <laughs> yeah. So Sean has showed up with a, Dr. Sean has showed up with a bag from Nova. Yeah. Nova is a cannabis retailer in Toronto. Yes. Mm-hmm. 
And we are talking about cannabis tonight. Is that my understanding? Yeah. We can talk about other things too, but cool. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. So what's your what's your cannabis shtick, Sean? My shtick. So uh, I work in neurological rehab and uh, because of that mm-hmm. I've done a lot of pain management. Um, so I've been doing that f- that side of things for about five, six years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, I gradually saw my patients getting further away from traditional pain management like opiates and um, Advil, Tylenol and mm-hmm. going for cannabis. So I became interested. Um, and uh, yeah, I just did my own research, started mm-hmm. doing courses in it and uh, started seeing that it was working better than a lot of the supplements that were sitting on my shelf. So I started taking it really seriously. and uh, But one thing that was definitely apparent, and this is about three years ago, where mm-hmm. these patients were going to a medical licensing clinic mm-hmm. and getting uh, a prescription with absolutely no education. So mm-hmm. the doctor would basically say, yeah, you know, have a gram of cannabis a day for your pain condition. And I'm, I'm sitting there thinking, for someone who's never smoked before, they're right. going to be so high, way too high, right. totally turned off of it. Yeah. Um, so I started doing a little bit of education uh, myself and um, I was kind of working almost in conjunction with uh, a medical licensing clinic uh, for a while. Um, their education got better than legalization of recreational happened. And uh, so now I just basically, people know that I'm sort of the expert in the naturopathic community. Uh-huh. And so- On cannabis. On cannabis. For pain management. Yeah, okay. and cannabis in general, um, not just pain. And you've taken courses, you said? Yeah, I've okay. taken... Um, Do you have certifications or something like that? No, well, you know, in, I'm in cannabis... I'm so curious. I know nothing about it. Yeah. I'm very curious. I want us to start from like 101. Yeah. So cannabis is a... Cannabis is a broad term for Plants? basically weed. Flower? Yeah. Weed, okay. Um, so under the broad term cannabis, you have... Uh, sativa plants, indica plants, but also that brings to mind oils versus smoked cannabis or THC, vape cannabis. CBD, we got through everything. CBD. From, I think many it people don't know any of it. Start from one. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Do we have what six is, and a half hours? <laughs> <laughs> Give us the high level Coles notes. So CBD yeah. is? So, so inside the plant, so we're basically talking about a plant. Right. Um, which happens to have, now we know it happens to have all these great medicinal benefits to it. But, you know, classically it was smoked for recreational reasons, but also actually used in medicine. Uh-huh. Um, and so within the plant, there's a whole bunch of different compounds. Mm-hmm. But the two most famous ones now are THC, tetrahydrocannabinol, mm-hmm. and more specifically delta 9, and CBD, which is uh, cannabidiol. And so there are two cannabinoids. THC is what gets you high. CBD doesn't really get you high, but it has, it's starting to, uh, the research is opening up with regard to all the medicinal benefits of it. Mm -hmm. And the major one that sort of brought it to the forefront was um, cases of rare seizure disorders. Mm -hmm. And uh, they were using CBD in these seizure disorders and um, it really helped. It brought the seizures down uh, really rapidly. So that's what kind of brought it to the forefront of popular culture but now it's like I'm telling you guys in a year you're going to see CBD in like vitamin water like mm-hmm. water is going to be fortified with CBD you're yeah. going to see it on uh, supplement shelves it's going to be heard some pretty Bars, big yeah. everything pretty yeah. big like uh, uh, household brand name stuff is going to start having it so yeah. so but you're you're in the pediatric business right well p- partly okay yeah. so 
I think the interesting thing is, is that it's still a little bit taboo, mm-hmm. obviously. And people aren't, they're curious. I'm cannabis curious. I've bought it now once online and I've now bought it once from a store. Mm-hmm. And like my husband and I like really want to smoke all the time, but we still don't understand it. <laughs> you know, like even looking at it or understanding the difference between CBD. I don't want, I like, I want like to get high to be able to go to sleep, yeah. you know? Yeah. And then I also want to get high when I'm out to have like a lot of fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Those are the two times I want so to get high. those are totally different, right? right. Yeah. So, so yeah. One what's the sort difference? Of one's the, what's the sleeping one? Indi what's couch. the sleeping one? That's okay, yeah. Indica so, is in the couch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very good at mnemonics. <laughs> Let's go. If I keep it sort of like generalized, yes. uh, indicas are classically more of the sedating body high. Like, like it sort of, you feel it all around your body. Right. Um, they also tend to be a bit stronger. CBD. Uh, oh. No, indica. Oh, so indica. indica. CBD is one like compound in all in all cannabis to certain degrees. So this is where I find it confusing. Yeah. So there's the CBD How and THC, that? but indica and sativa, sativa yeah. are not broken down the same way. No. Okay. That's so, what's confusing to me. Yeah. So basically. I wish we had a chart. It's two um, different categories. There's a so type picture of dogs. Yeah. Okay. Right. So you have different breeds, right? right? And that's like indica sativa. Okay. But they all have the same insides right. or similar insides. Right. So one of those insides happens to be CBD, THC, uh-huh. but there's different breeds of oh, the plant. Cool. So sativa's okay. one. That's a very good analogy. She put Dina's dog. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. Continue. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, so you're saying okay. so some indicas and sensitivas have more CBD, or yeah, more, for C- sleep. more THC. Yeah. yeah, for sleep. So uh, indicas tend to be better for sleep because they're more sedating. And there is some discussion on why that is. And one of the possibilities is actually um, not the cannabinoids in the plant, but there's these other compounds called terpenes, which is basically esen- like essential oils, like lavender essential oil mm-hmm. um, that are found in the plant. And in indicas, they tend to have a lot of this essential oil called myrcene, which is sedating. Hmm. And so it just, it's funny how, as we sort of dig deeper into the plant, we're understanding more like why indicas were always used for like sleep and putting you to bed and sativas were kind of more of a heady, energetic high. Mm -hmm. So if you're going to like a club, you want a sativa with, with more THC than CBD. Um, or not yeah, necessarily. Yeah, yeah. Because to me, CBD is also more like it mellows you down versus THC is made you hyper. Yeah, in my experience, that's been the case. Mm-hmm. Um, although there was an interesting study I saw recently where they were using CBD for narcolepsy. Hmm. And it was actually, because it, it plays around with your sleep-wake cycle a little bit. Um, we'll get into the endocannabinoid system maybe, um, or maybe we all have to come back for that. But, uh, basically cannabinoids can interact with your sleep wake cycle and CBD seems to have, we don't completely understand it. It can help with wakefulness, but it could also promote sleep. So, but in my experience, uh, the CBD does sedate you a bit more. I think when people are curious about, about all of this, I think, you know, most people in their heads have some vision of what they want. Like, do they Mm -hmm. want to have that like hyper, you know, energetic, funny version of you? Or do you want to go to sleep? Or do you have back pain? Or do you have nausea? Whatever the case is. And I think it's hard. I mean, my my guess, I haven't done this in a while, but Mm -hmm. if I could look online and be like, here's the best pot for you. Um, And certainly if you go to dispensary, there's so many versions. And hopefully if they're educated there, they can tell you what may be a good match. But you're right. When physicians have given scripts for the past or like Mm -hmm. a script for marijuana, here Mm -hmm. you go. And the person's left going, well, how is 
any marijuana out there gonna help me with my back pain. Exactly. So you really do have to know what you're looking for or, or reach out to someone that knows what they're talking about. Yeah, exactly. Um, Not all pot is created equal for sure. Right, right. So it's different from a, like a pharmaceutical drug because you're, you're uh, prescribing basically a plant which yeah. has a thousand different chemicals in it. So it's not going to be one size fits all. There's to be um, matched. Yeah. And similarly, I have a lot of friends and, and parents have told me too that they've tried, you know, they smoked once in high school and they got super paranoid and they had That's a really it. terrible trip. That's so now it. they're terrified of it. Or right. they sank into the couch, but they wanted to be happy and, you know, and excited. Yeah. And now they don't want to try it again. It's, you didn't try the right one that you wanted at the yeah. moment, right? right. You, you got to try other yeah. ones if you're, if you're curious about it and figure out what might be the best match for you. And you kind of play with that, right? Like right. maybe you do like indigo, maybe you actually want a sativa. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. got to play around a little bit. And another cool thing about CBD is it does help negate a lot of the unwanted side effects of THC or too much THC, like paranoia, oh, nausea. Really? Yeah. So when wait you, a minute. Okay. Yeah. Riff yeah. on that for a minute. That's well. That's why I, I usually recommend having yes. a little bit of CBD in the mix, uh-huh. especially for people who are just starting to use cannabis, mm-hmm. because uh, yeah, the studies show there's the synergism that happens where uh, once you introduce a bit of CBD into the mix, things like paranoia, nausea, um, dry mouth, mm-hmm. um, even fatigue go down. Yes. So it helps uh, alleviate some of the unwanted side effects from THC. But uh, definitely like, you know, for certain conditions, like people who have very severe pain, they usually need a higher THC content. THC seems to help better with pain. Um, but the CBD does very well with like spasticity and inflammation. What's spasticity? In spasticity. Spasticity. Tightness. Tightness. Uh, I think if you have muscle pain and you're like, tight, like, you know, you throw your back out. You mean yeah. very spastic. How about people who have Parkinson's? Is that? Uh, it's a different type. So, I mean, the, t- the type I normally see mm-hmm. is because of like a traumatic brain injury or a spinal cord injury. So, basically, the muscles are ha- don't have the correct signal from the brain. So, they're almost in full contraction all the time oh or God. like spontaneously contracting. Yeah. Um, same with multiple sclerosis. There huh. tends to be spasticity in there. So, yeah, it's basically an unwanted contraction of your muscles, uh-huh. which can be really annoying. And especially at bedtime can keep people up at night. Uh-huh. And so that's why cannabis is one of my favorite things for sleep when people are having interrupted sleep due to spasticity, pain. Um, it also, so I actually, I've been taking it for a couple of years now. Um, I've had sleep issues since high school, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, I took melatonin for like three years, mm-hmm. which worked w- really well, but I started getting night terrors. Really? From melatonin? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a known side effect. Oh, wow. And so I wouldn't remember them, but it would just freak my wife out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I had to find a new solution. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, I, I take, um, I'll show you what I take. I take mm-hmm. a cannabis spray at night. And so one of my big things for sleep was I would wake up and not be able to get back to sleep. Mm -hmm. And so uh, I didn't quite understand what was going on with that. But as I researched cannabis and and what it does to your body, it it brings down cortisol levels. Mm -hmm. So uh, one thing I realized which was happening, I would wake up and get a spike in my cortisol level Mm -hmm. and not be able to go back to sleep. So the cannabis really helps kind of bring that cortisol level spike so I can get back to sleep. So if you wake up, you take a, a spray and go back to sleep? No, I just take it before bed because the what kind oil, of dosage are you taking? Um, so I take two sprays of this. I'll, I'll show you what it is. So it works out to about... Um, 10 milligrams? 
like five milligrams of THC and mm-hmm. about five milligrams of CBD. Uh, so it's not a high dose. Mm-hmm. And uh, and the oils, like all the ingested stuff lasts about four to six hours. Mm-hmm. So if you take it right before bed, you're pretty much good, mm-hmm. good to go. The only thing because it brings down that cortisol spike is that you can it can be a little bit harder to get going in the morning because uh-huh. you really rely on that cortisol spike to like wake you up and, and get going. It lasts you like all night and then even into the next day? It can. I mean, it depends on when you take it, right? Uh-huh. Um, so if you're not getting like <laughs> a Eight full- hours. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> you know, uh, I'll raise my hand here. I have a one-year-old. Um, so yeah, if you're not getting a full- eight hours of sleep, mm-hmm. um, you can get a little bit of grogginess. So let's talk about parents because that's our primary audience mm-hmm. is parents. What do you think, Adam, is like the best uh, cocktail of cannabis for like, I guess, like issues that parents face? I would say stress, anxiety, mm-hmm. sleeplessness. Yeah. And maybe like, I don't know, wanting to have a good time now and then. I'm going to Dave Matthews tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I'm going to want to smoke something. Nice. You are? Yes. I'll see you on the lawns. Mm-hmm. Are you coming? Uh, no, but I'm not getting one anymore. You get actual seats that are covered. That was fucking funny. I love when shit like that happens. Where are they playing? <laughs> Dave Matthews at a Budweiser stage. Molson, oh, yeah. probably. Molson, right? Molson, whatever it's called. Is that yeah. called Budweiser stage? Budweiser, whatever. Yeah. yeah. yeah Some other be beer. Called. Some beer. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. 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 Molson Amphitheater. Cool. Cool. Yeah. My sister in law's definitely going to yeah. that. She's a huge fan. It's going to be a camp reunion for sure. <laughs> uh, but like, okay, so tomorrow night I'm going out. Yeah. I want to have fun. What would I take? Yeah, I mean, it, it probably a sativa. What do you have in your bag, bag of tricks there, Adam? Yeah. Sean. 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 That's what I just say. Adam? Adam. What the fuck? Yeah. We, were, we were all just like, we noticed what we're so high. Yeah. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, I'm so sorry. No problem. You look like an Adam to me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. I've had a long day. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, days are very, very long. Yes. So uh, I yeah. brought a few things that I picked up at Nova yesterday and the stuff that I have at home. Oh, awesome. So I thought this was cool. I didn't even open it yet, but okay. this is Seth Rogen's brand. Oh, Houseplant. Yeah. yeah. It was actually he actually launched yet. it. Yeah. yeah, he just launched it. So this is yeah. a sativa. Um, he was just in Toronto at uh, that big collision conference and that was the Oh, thing. right. You're right. Can yeah. I see it? Yeah. Thank you. Why is it so big? What is that? <laughs> this box is so like houseplant. bigger than my head. Yeah. Cool. Yes. I don't know how much package that is. The same youth movement as the three of us, basically. So I'm a big fan. Cool. Yeah. So it's a t- sativa. I don't know much about about it. I okay. Haven't so tried on this it. packaging, guys, I'm just okay. So it's a beautiful mm-hmm. orange box with Seth Rogen's, and it kind of looks like a book almost, like yeah, something yeah. you would order, almost like a little box of like looks like tampons. a box. Um, <laughs> that looks like, looks, like looks like a box set of three or four different novels. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but on the side of it says THC 0 88%, THC total 28 3%, CBD less than 0.04%, CBD total 0 0.09%. That sounds like low CBD, pretty high THC, right? Yeah. Oh, it doesn't dash. I just read the French slide. (laughs) (laughs) Still CBD and THC. Yeah. 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 So that one pretty much has no CBD in it and a pretty, like a moderately high level of THC. And a sativa. So this is like, this is what you want for tomorrow to get you like happy high. Happy high. Yeah. Yeah. More more of an energetic. I'll take a photo of this for my personal records. Yeah, for sure. Cool. What's what, is that just like a bunch next? of pot this, in a box though? Flour? Is this flour? This is flour, yeah. Oh, and it's you know flour. what? Can I open it? Yeah, please. Yeah, please. I'm so do. excited. Okay, Dina, you look at it first, and then we'll open <laughs> so it. So you're gonna we're gonna unbox weed together, everybody. Yeah. Seth Rogan. 
Want to sponsor us, Seth Rogen, this podcast? Oh, so this is like to roll. How big is this? How much? Yeah, how many grams do you, did you, do you know? That's three and a half grams. So I oh. assume there's a lot of packaging. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This box looks like a few novels put together. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this is what you it usually it comes in. Or you want to video me opening this box? I'm going to video it. Hold Obviously. On. Sean. Yeah. I just want to see this ridiculous <laughs> yeah, yeah. box. How big is Hold this? Hold on. Okay. Okay, Dr. Dina. Unbox the cannabis cannabis from Seth Rogen's company. Houseplant. What I really wanted I like you guys to that. do is name. smell it. The yeah, pie. let's smell everything. Yeah, because I want you to appreciate the different terpenes. I would like to open it pretty, but it doesn't open pretty. It really, really doesn't open pretty. Do you know? I'm gonna open this. Place the box towards This me. one's called banana split. There we go. <laughs> banana split. Yeah. Are oh, you no. way more busy with pot consults now that it's legal? Uh, yeah. Busier. There we go. Busier. Let's see. For sure. Let's see. Ooh, very oh, pretty. it's a lot of packaging. It's a lot of box. Yeah, I think they have box. to have a lot of box. Like the <laughs> 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 I just said that's what she said. Um, that this is how it comes from the Ontario cannabis, cannabis store. Tons yeah. of packaging. There's yes. a reason. I think smell or something. Is that the or reason? Or to keep it away from kids. Oh my god, you'll have a whole lineup of oh products, gosh. guys. So Sean, Doctor Sean is lining <laughs> up like an entire, like looks like like an a puck. Apothecary. Apothecary. Thank you. That word. She's way too high. I'm not. I'm just tired. <laughs> I want to smell that. It smells nice, actually. Yeah. It's 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 a lot of weed. It's a lot of weed. Yeah. That's what, I don't even know what three and a half. So ounce yeah, tell me what like. you ounces. Not ounces, dude. Grams. So I'm not going to jail here. Smells good. Yeah. Alana, almost smell it like you <laughs> would. Nice. You would taste a, a wine. wine. Oh, it yeah. smells fantastic. Yeah. It so, actually smells very nice. Oh my god. It's not stinky. It's gorgeous. Is it more, um, are you smelling more like citrusy notes, earthy notes? Earthy, like earthy. a wine. It smells like earth. Right. It literally smells like, like when I would drink a wine. It, that's exactly, it's like so, that's again? a very interesting, oh my God, Sean, oh, that's now, so cool. Smell this one. Okay. Here. Honestly, passing over like banana, split. Kind of banana split. Banana yeah. split? Okay, See guys. how that compares. It smells really nice. I can't even open the, the packaging. Uh, the childproof containers are kind of tricky. Oh my God, it smells completely different. Very different. And that's just the natural scent of the product. Yeah. Oh my All god. Yeah. What would you call this one? The banana split. Banana? -y? <laughs> yeah. It smells like a banana, banana split. Probably. Does it smell banana? -y? I'm not Probably sure. Probably maybe a little Fruity? bit more citrusy. Let me smell that. Wow. Banana. This is like. And what's real this one? This fucking is fucking weed, man. This is uh, that's a hybrid Shit. from Aurora Farms. Which, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they're great. I know Aurora. Yeah, I know a few people. And what yeah. is this in terms of feeling? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm not familiar with that one, but it's a mm. hybrid. So it's a cross between a sativa and an indica. This is 0% CBD. Yeah. And THC Most... is 11.7. So paranoia kind of stuff would be more likely here, right? More likely, but... It's called okay. banana split. You're going to yeah. get a little bit cray cray. <laughs> I love it's it. It kind of smells like a D. Matthews concert. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was looking at it, it looks hairy like a Seth Rogen. It like looks like a hairy man. <laughs> this is not like. his though. I'm just saying, yes. when I look at weed, I think very yeah. hairy. Hairy man. It looks, like <laughs> yeah. it looks like his body, like dad body. You we know? send this to Seth. So we next, get this to Seth. I'll, I'll next get up is my favorite flower, like dry flower um, that I personally use. Uh, so smell this one. And let me know. What, what you is it called? It's called MK Ultra, which was like a, a secret government mind control program. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is it like kind of wow. psychedelic kind of stuff going on there? Wow. No, Is so this one that? gives a much more like body relaxation. Mm -hmm. Really right. good before bedtime. Uh -huh. um, and it's, it's not also super the one sedating. That's almost empty. <laughs> Sean. What oh can my I God. Say? This smells and looks completely different than the other ones. Mm -hmm. It's all just plants, man. Yeah. Oh my God. This so is so fun. That, that is an indica. 
MK Ultra Indica. Yeah. Indica Couch Indica. That's what I always think about. Okay. But that's I prefer not a very sure. sedating I don't like indica, the indica, which is why I like I it. I want to be happy yeah. and laughing. Yeah. Me too. It smells nice. Mm-hmm. It smells really nice. What's with like the ones that smell so skunky? Yeah, skunk um, weed. So skunk let me weed. see if this one skunk, has yeah. a skunkier smell. Does it so matter what it smells like? Is it like predictable? Like if you smell one, can you be like, oh, that's probably an indica? Yep. Yeah? You're well, I like could. That? Like to the train yeah. nose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, I don't know if you'll find this skunky. So skunky is usually because it has this diesel-y smell to it, which, yes. um, you know, there's a very famous m- medical strain called sour diesel. And um, it's just basically the essential oils in it. So it has a lot more of uh, the myrcene and the linalool. It's just a mixture of essential oils, basically, but mm-hmm. particularly myrcene and linalool. So linalool is in lavender. And so... Uh, strains that have more of that tend to be more relaxing and sedating. Let's try this. This is a blue dream. This is a very uh, famous strain that won a lot of cannabis cups. Uh-huh. Um, is that like the Oscars of the cannabis? Yeah, oil? pretty much. Pretty much. So, sm- the, so give this one a And smell. the blue cup goes to? <laughs> is that what it's called? The blue cup? Blue I think it's just called the cannabis dream, cup. Oh, cannabis cup. Blue mm. dream sativa. That, so this is one that's so, like happy one. Yeah, that's a... Uh, more of a, I wouldn't say it's really mm, like happy, not so happy. Different. It's more like a, a heady thing. Right. Yeah, oh, yeah so you'll see like some of them have almost like crystallizations on them. No, and I that's think this is part the, of the packaging ended up in there by mistake. Oh, <laughs> great. Really uh, look Sorry. at me. I'm trying to be the expert. No, this is no I, it's interesting to me because guys, each one of these almost looks like a cosmetic, like, yeah. like almost like a moisturizer yeah. container. Yeah, the cool thing was at Nova now they have a drop off for uh, use packaging. Oh, that's cool. Oh, so it's reducing. Um, I love yeah. that urban really, I think what you because should be able so to do big. is get your thing refilled. Right. Yeah. Eventually, mm. maybe. Like, a, like, like, like a going to McDonald's or whatever, like yeah. whatever. Like, Starbucks. Yeah, you get a discount. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ten cents off. Right. Your own I think there. I heard from someone that the reason why they're so big, the packages, yes. is something about the smell. Like yeah. the more airspace there is, the maybe. less they stink or something. Uh, that could be. Like if you put a bunch, because probably whatever, like whatever dogs that smell these mm-hmm. things or whatever, they go crazy if they can smell it. So you have a lot of, like you can see like in the box from mm-hmm. Seth, it's yeah. like the middle and there's like all this package on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. And they the don't container typi- is way bigger. <laughs> yeah, they don't typically come in a big, nice box no. like that. But, but like the stuff that comes from Ontario um, Drugs. Oh yeah, you know, yeah. some of that it's, does. It's big. Like yeah. we order stuff and yeah. it's like, it was a stupid amount of packaging. Yeah. I was like, yeah. it's such a waste. And then I asked why. And, and why is there so many warnings? Like it's like more, this is like bad. It's like cigarettes, dude. Yeah. Like this says Because we're just coming out of prohibition. Who start using cannabis in adolescence will become addicted. That's well, that's good. And it also has a packaging date. Yeah. Well, so it's get packaged bad. in April. How long will it last? Expiry date? I'm not sure. How long does it last? But um, like if okay. you find pot from like your high school days yes. in your house. <laughs> That's like what we have. The we hidden find drawer like or like the top shelf of your, <laughs> yeah. you know, your, your childhood. Yeah, you open up yeah. one of those, a drawer in a childhood yeah. drawer. Yeah. Um, so as long as it doesn't have mold on it, it's okay. But what does happen is the, uh, the compounds in it um, slowly degrade and they become different compounds. And so one other compound that happens with aging is called cannabinol, so CBN, uh-huh. and it 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 uh, it's quite sedating. 
So old cannabis will put you to sleep, basically. Right. <laughs> I've smoked old pot that I found in my house before, the, yeah. and it <laughs> tasted shitty. Yeah. Like it tasted and like much shitty. more harsh or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then I usually felt nothing, and I was like, oh, man, okay. yeah. it doesn't age like wine. Yeah. So maybe yeah, yeah the, the cannabinoids just degraded. Right. And, and I never looked for mold, but maybe yeah. I don't. Would it be really obvious if there's mold on it? Um, that sounds gross. Yeah. And just not so good for your probably lungs. not good <laughs> yeah. to smoke yeah. old just childhood avoid it. cannabis. Just avoid it. <laughs> um, what do people? What do you find more, most common? in terms of how people are taking it. Like this is this is pot pot. This is like the leaves. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so I feel like the, people are less rolling good, now than they used exactly. to. Yeah. Uh, so I brought a couple other forms that you can get in. So before we leave dry flower altogether, I just wanted to show you guys what a pre-roll looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh-huh. you could get pre-rolls too. I just bought five of them. I haven't oh, okay. opened any of them yet and my husband opened all of them without me. That's <laughs> the only thing that we used for most CES, which was a pre-roll and it was... It was so pretty and big, yeah, and it was exciting to. We got a box of like five small ones, from right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so this has a full gram in it. Yeah, those ones are big. That's yeah. what we had to. They're yeah. they're monsters. But there's no there's no tobacco in it. It's pure no, flour. It's, yeah, oh, it's, it's a, just pure flour. But it wasn't I, harsh at all. Like I I've always mixed it with tobacco to like cut that harshness mm-hmm. or whatever. But this one I didn't have to at all. Probably because yeah. what I can I see that purchased yeah, before yeah. was terrible yeah. pot and needed to be cut. Right. So this looks like a mascara box, yeah. literally. With a ton of one joint, dried cannabis store in a dry place, one pre-rolled cannabis joint, and it literally says it's one gram. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. So that was actually recommended by one of the bud tenders at Nova. <laughs> bud tenders? Yeah. Sunset Indica. Yeah. yeah. So cool. we'll see. We'll see. Because last time I got what they recommended, it was shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was just like, no, that's at not Nova or At Nova. Uh-huh. Yeah. A different so, bud tender. A bud tender. Bud tender. Bud tender. Honestly, the one I went to, um, Honey Pot. Yeah, and it looks like an Apple Store. It's like, hey, here, come yeah. help you. Here's my iPad. It like literally is yeah. like the customer service of, like, way better than like an LCBO yeah. or any yeah, other right. yeah absolutely. sort of thing. I think they just got more licenses, right? But there was only yeah. a handful. So of they're going to have another Toronto. lottery. Yeah. Um, I actually entered into the first lottery. Good for you. Um, so they're going to have another one in August. So they're yeah. opening up another fifty locations. I oh, think 50. another. So they went from twenty eight licenses in the province to. Yeah, fifty. But there's, it's still gonna just be another, I think, six in Toronto. Uh huh. Yeah, which you know they're getting there. Yeah. Um, slow though. Slow. It's yeah, it's slow. They're being very cautious about it. What was really interesting? Yeah. uh, I was in Montreal last weekend for a wedding, and they only have one dispensary, and the dispensaries have been legal there longer than we than it has been in Ontario. So they have one dispensary. You guys know Montreal. On St. Yeah, Catharines, yeah, okay, yeah, right across the street from Simon's, mm-hmm. uh, and with a lineup like down. The, so I was going to say, in the like forty minutes that I experimented with walking around Honeypot, there must have been a thousand patrons. Yeah, like in the forty minutes I was there, mm-hmm. and there's still plenty of them that are open that are not actually licensed. Right. Well, I have one. I wonder right if beside Montreal me. is like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, oh, okay. I was just reading an article. So there's a chain of illegal dispensaries. And I have one near me and they just, so there was a loophole uh, in the legal system that allowed them to stay open if they had a quote unquote tenant, uh-huh. um, but they closed that just recently. Uh-huh. And so they raided one of them and, and shut it down and there was like their tenant was complaining. Mm. <laughs> but so uh, yeah, when they get shut down yeah. and they have all this product, what do they do with it? So. Oh yeah, they just seize it. I don't I know where it goes. Yeah, they yeah. take it. it, and then they smoke yeah. it probably. But uh, basically, <laughs> <laughs> the article said they um, they do about thirty thousand dollars a day. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. I hope yeah. you get a license. And it's taxed, right? It's taxed. 
illegal? Well, I guess if it's illegal, maybe yeah, not. I don't think yeah. so. I, don't I wonder if they take so. it cash. Yeah. The only time I've ever bought pot in my life outside of this like adult experience with legalization since October has been like, I bought it once at Western, at London. It was the sketchiest. Like my heart was pounding through my chest. <laughs> for pot. For like for pot. two grams of pot. Literally like, I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. My dad's also a criminal lawyer. So I grew up thinking that I was going to be arrested if I ever right. did anything illegal. <laughs> and then the other only time I ever smoked weed or bought weed was, I was with a friend and she like totally misled me and I went to her drug dealer's house and ended up being somebody I went to Forestville with anyways. It was pretty funny. Oh yeah. <laughs> he thought it was my sister. He's like, hey, Elise. I was like, we'll just leave it there. Yeah. That's good. Uh, um, yeah. yeah. I've had some sketchy meetups yeah. back in high school. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I always got it from other people, like friends I never that were... It I never yeah. purchased it and now it feels very sophisticated and I think mm. that's what's interesting about You've it. Grown like, <laughs> You've grown, grown up. You've grown up, up. You now buy pot. <laughs> now I buy pot, but I also feel like, oh, I'm like ordering online or I went Legally. to a store and then I like yeah. sort of buy it like I buy wine or scotch. It's like in my house sure. and I have it. So What's okay? So let's go through some of the other products. Yeah, I have lots of questions, so, uh, okay. and I want to talk about pot for kids yes. or yeah, whatever. Absolutely. Like, yeah. So my favorite, I don't mean it that way. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite format is definitely the spray bottle. It's just so easy. I bought that to for use. my. I've mom. never done that before. I've never done the spray. Um, I bought that from the peppermint one? one. I just bought that. From oh, my mom. Hexo. So that this it's a different brand. I know which brand you're talking about. Hexo. Yeah. Uh, they're out of Quebec. Um, this is Soleil, but uh, yeah, it's a little spray bottle. It uh, here I'll show you how. Basically, you have like a little. Yeah, it took me twenty-five minutes to figure out how to do that. Yeah. By the way, you push that, you push in, it down. Yeah, and now it's ready to go. And you and just then, do out. Yeah, like like Listerine spray for your exactly. mouth under your tongue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so this one what? is. Yeah, yeah. So this one's a, a equal ratio of THC and CBD. Uh, so it's about a, a milligram of each per spray. So it's low dose uh-huh. and equal ratio. So it's really good. This one's really good for the like the new user because uh-huh. they can really sort of titrate that dose or increase that dose really slowly. And with cannabis, you want to do the lowest, well, it goes for most medicines, but the lowest effective dose. Um, so that's why I like this one. And it's like only 30 bucks a bottle or something. What? My, when forever. I bought my parents was $123. That's the Hexo one. It's way higher in uh, CBD than this one. Is. Okay. So I bought yeah. it for $123. I gave it to my mom. I was so mm-hmm. excited because my parents are seniors with lots of pain issues. Mm-hmm. And she actually came with me to Honeypot. And I was yeah. like, mom, we should buy this and this. I brought it home. My sister's like, she can't have that. She has heart disease. It's going to like give her a heart uh, palpitation. What, so, okay. Who shouldn't be doing this right, is my right. question. Well, okay. I'll, I'll comment yeah. on that one. Can I see is that? Is this sativa yeah. or indica? This one is, and I should believe, we take a, a spray hybrid. Of it right now? <laughs> I think it's <laughs> a bit of both. And does it make you high faster than smoking pot? Slower. Oh, it's slower. Slower. Mm-hmm. So the onset from ingested cannabis is anywhere from like one to three hours. But is this getting absorbed into your mucous membranes of your mouth? A very, very it's little It's really bit. ingested. It's negligible. Oh, so okay. the major difference between inhaled and ingested is that the ingested is going to go through first pass, so through your liver, and actually get turned into a different compound, which uh, is like three to seven times stronger than just regular old THC. It's it's called, um, it's like THC-OOH. It's like mm-hmm. a hydroxy group or something. So lay. See, I, I know all these brands. I've just never actually seen any of their products, mm-hmm. which is so interesting. So uh, this one is 30 bucks and you take it, you spray it on your tongue one spray if you're a novice. Uh, you start with one yeah, and then just bring and then it you up. The, and you go to bed. You chill in your bed, read a yeah. book, go to fall yeah. asleep. Or if, you know, if you're out of work and in pain, then use it during daytime. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay, so who shouldn't be? Oh, yeah, let's so, keep going on the okay, product I'll line. Sorry. Um, the other spray bottle here. This is my favorite one for before bed. Okay. Um, so this is Tweed, uh, which oh, is Tweed one is a another. canopy brand. Yeah. And this is the Argyle, which is an indica. And it's a little bit higher in both THC and CBD. 
uh, than the Soleil uh, mm -hmm. balance. So. Is this a spray also? Yeah. Oh, cool. You guys want to spray? You're welcome to. I might want to try something. We won't, see, we won't feel anything for the next two hours, no? Yeah. What? We won't feel anything for the next no, two hours. No, right? no. At least an hour. At least an hour. Mm -hmm. And then, so uh, back to your point, Dina. So the the therapeutic action of it will last anywhere from four to six hours with ingested. Uh, whereas smoked will be sort of an immediate onset, like yeah. within five, 10 minutes, but it'll only last about an hour, hour and a half. And how about like this idea that like, if you're somebody who has pain or manages your mood disorder with mm -hmm. smoking cannabis and you have like a one hitter and you're like sort of taking a hit every few hours, mm -hmm. isn't that a stoner who's not functioning? I mean, where's the line between like, yeah. like, like basically recreational use, medical use, and then just literally being a hot, like a stoner. Yeah, it's a it's a balancing act. Yeah. It's like you know you got to achieve that sweet spot between your pain management and, being and able to just function and just society. being able to function. Right. But a lot of people think though, just like alcoholics think that mm. they need it to function. Yeah, right. but they're not addicted. They just need it so that they can feel as good as they feel. Mm. You know, in my personal experience, if you're needing CBD or you know pot or anything to function in your day, mm -hmm. that is addiction mm -hmm. and that you need help with. If you're doing it like and you're really truly feeling control of it and you could do some days without it and some days you want it, but you don't need to have it, you don't crave it all day, you're not functionally impaired by it, mm -hmm. you still work, have relationships, all these things and you don't need the pot or alcohol or whatever to get through your day, mm -hmm. cool. That's like, addiction. Yes, but well, if you need it, if you wake up and you're thinking, when's my pot? Like that's a problem. Mm -hmm. You should that's reliance, right? Right. And even though people say you don't get addicted to pot, which I'm not convinced oh, no, by, but a lot of people say that yeah, you don't get addicted to it. You you can get addicted. And but you uh, get addicted to anything. You get yeah. addicted to Tylenol or fucking yeah. melatonin or fucking sugar. Like exactly. it's like not there's also the like a dependency, right? Yeah. Like right. you feel dependent on it. And I mean it's really the lesser of which evils, right? So, you know, from a chronic pain sufferer, is it better for them to be dependent or addicted on like an opiate, which can be fatal if right. the dose keeps increasing or something like cannabis, right. which basically has a ridiculously high LD50, meaning that's like really safe. You would basically need to eat, uh, let me get this right. So if a pot brownie mm -hmm. had 100 milligrams of THC in it, mm -hmm. you would eat need to eat a thousand brownies mm -hmm. in one sitting to increase your lethal dose by 50%. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, you need so, to take a shitload of pot you need to, to die. Take a shitload. So, I don't I've never heard of anyone dying from pot. Yeah, no one's died from pot. So the the thing with pot is people go to the hospital cuz they get freaked out. They get paranoid. They get paranoid, but they're not going to die from it. And you could get nausea and throw up, but you're not going to die from it. Um so yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a cool drug in that way. Uh -huh. Yeah, pot's one of those things that, you know, there's lots of things that if people come in with overdoses or big toxic amounts that we like pump their pump their stomach and try mm -hmm. to get this stuff out like we would with alcohol or there's other things like charcoal we give people pot. We're just like, just chill, chill just, for a bit. Yeah, we'll yeah. watch you for a few hours and, exactly. you know, if you need some fluids, we'll give you fluids. If you barf, we'll give you some medicine to make you not barf. But That's right. um, we're just going to watch you and, and laugh at you. <laughs> but one thing on the heart... Uh, before I forget. Oh yeah, because my, um, my mom has heart disease and my sister's like, she can't have that. So, is it true? Because I want to tell her she's wrong. So what THC and CBD does do for sure is it's a vasodilator and so it can cause hypotension. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I have this funny story about a patient of mine who um, who came in and basically uh, with, with pain, he fell. And so I got the whole story, basically got a job promotion, went out with the guys to Woodbine Racetrack had some drinks, smoked a little pot, 
fell right to the ground, fainted. Um, And they found out later he already had low blood pressure and that just put him over the edge. So that's where you need to be careful. And you know, um, you see people or maybe in your experience, you get the rapid heart rate sometimes Mm -hmm. when you smoke. Um, That's just compensating for the hypotension. Um, So you're getting like vasodilation. So your heart has to be extra fast to keep the blood moving. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing that- So if someone has a heart condition, then they should therefore- it's a relative a contraindication. So if somebody has chronic pain, but they have a heart condition, what would you prescribe for them, Dr. Sean? Well, it I depends on what the heart condition is. I would probably... I, would probably I think it matters what their heart function is. Yeah. Right. How well is their heart functioning at baseline? If their heart is not functioning at normal at baseline, like just saying heart disease isn't... isn't That doesn't really mean anything. It means like y- your heart is not happy, but yeah. is it because there's a bunch of plaques there, yeah. you know, and, and they're at risk of heart attack? Is it because yeah. they have very low blood pressure? Is yes, it that their exactly. heart is not squeezing as well as it should? And that, uh-huh. that means you have less heart function. I should send my mom for a consult. All those things, right? That I think mm-hmm. that's really... like the, If you have a chronic condition, you mm-hmm. should talk to your doctor too. Yeah. What just like said. you would, just like with you, with any medicine, right? Like, just like not everyone is, you know, opioids are not the best, well, that's not the best thing for many things, but it's not a good choice for some conditions and it's a great choice for other conditions. Right. Like, it's always case by case. Like, not yes. everyone, you know, it's not the mecca for every person. Yeah. Right? I, w- I wouldn't say it's an absolute contraindication at every type of heart condition. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah. What else you got? Any other treats over there? Uh, so I brought a pill? The, the capsules as yes. well. Um, so these are kind of neat. Um, is that an aurora? Is that aurora? This is tweed, tweed. again. Uh-huh. Uh, this is actually the capsule version of that spray. Oh, cool. Um, so, so absorption it, wise, would be pretty much the same. You're just waiting for your belly to bust that capsule open, basically. Plus that gelatin, yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah. So these are some of. Uh, you could also get it in an oil, like with a dropper. And that's yeah, the vapes I'm interested in. We had the Rebel oh, vapes, Mamas yeah. here and we sucked on something that was good. I don't remember. Mm-hmm. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we sucked on something good with the Rebel Mamas. That's hilarious. You guys watch The Office. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, okay. so there's there's vaporization too, um, which, okay, so there's a lot of different forms of vaporized cannabis too. You can get oil, shatter, um, Which dry. Shatter? So shatter is like, I don't, it's basically an extract. It's like a gooey extract of cannabis that they, you know, they use like, um, like a sap, almost like a sap. Okay. Yeah. They pass, uh, like different solvents through the cannabis and then you get this kind of like really concentrated gooey substance and, um, and that you can vaporize or you can dab. As What's it's the pot, to. not pot stuff, that like sticky stuff we used to smoke when we were hating hash. it? Hash. It's similar to does hash. Does hash still exist? Oh, yeah. Oh, it yeah, does? But you, you know what? The OCS legally? doesn't really sell it. No. Right. Yeah, that's I never like thought about in Israel. That. People used to get it from, from Egypt. Yeah. And it was really good. I did not enjoy it. Oh, I loved it what, in What's Israel? the difference between hash and pot? Hash is, is like, you know that, okay, the real fuzzy stuff? On the yeah. cannabis, yeah. Uh, so that's the trichome. So basically, the um, like there's little beads of of uh, cannabinoid goodness on mm-hmm. the plant. Like if you look under a microscope, you'll see these little beads. Um, hash is like concentrated of those beads of like they're very high in cannabinoids, like THC, CBD. So it's right. almost like a concentrate of that, and then yes. pressed. And yes, so Israel has some of the best cannabis research as well. Um, so the best I, didn't, I didn't like the high with hash, though. I, I don't know why. It. I love it. Maybe it's too THC. Maybe it's one of the only yeah. times I've actually loved being high. It was mm. twice in Israel. I smoked it. I shouldn't tell anybody that because it's not legal <laughs> there. But I smoked it twice in Israel, like and ten I, years ago. Probably, <laughs> no one's arresting probably, you now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh God, he was so hot. <laughs> um, 
Showing flashbacks. Oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> Smoking hash with really hot oh guys. Oh, he's such a hot Israeli guy. Oh yeah. my god, fuck. Uh, Mary okay. Delana. Focus. Okay, Delana. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. The yeah. hash was great. Yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah. leave it at that. The hash was great. <laughs> the men were even better. Oh my god. Um, okay, so oil versus um, yeah. flour pot. versus yeah. um, vaping. Yeah. So I mean, there's all different forms, but right now, legally, uh, the only thing that's legal is to basically get a vaporizer that can vaporize the dry stuff, not like the cartridges and things like that. Those are technically not legal yet. Um, so if, yeah, if your buddy has one, it's cool, but it's not legal. And edibles are not yet legal, right? Edibles are not yet legal. They're thinking October. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, Ontario government, you never know. I have a friend who just told me that she, after a lifetime of smoking weed, turned into an anaphylactic allergy. Against to weed? Can- to cannabis. So that's so funny. So, um, okay, you know, like the food sensitivity test that has a naturopath love. Yes. Uh, I had a rep come once to my office just to get like feedback and things. And I was like, you should put cannabis on your panel. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's a great idea uh-huh. because I think that can happen. So we see a lot with foods that are eaten regularly. And if your gut um, like uh, integrity is not great, you can develop these sensitivities or IgG. I, I think you had someone sort of talk about that mm-hmm. uh, before. Um yeah, so the same thing potentially with eating like edible weed can happen. You can become sensitized to it. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it wouldn't be like an allergy. So it wouldn't be an allergy. It wouldn't be, a, yeah, like, it wouldn't like be an allergy. Like, 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 yeah. has an EpiPen. Oh, so that's in hospital yeah, in San very Fran. bizarre. Oh, so that's very different yeah. than what he's describing. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. That's but she smoked it like for 15 years or ate it for 15 years and mm. then ended up having a anaphylactic like the immune system responsive. is weird. Yeah, it's mm. crazy. I wonder if it could be like a pollen or something too related in some way. But that's not usually life threatening either. So I don't know. I wonder if, was it legal weed? She was in San Francisco. It's got to be legal and amazing. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. Their system is uh, very advanced there. Very advanced. Well, they have home delivery. Skin prick testing. That's what she's actually positive. Does it happen? That's bizarre. Yeah. She had a skin prick and she came back. That's so bizarre. Anaphylactic. She hears an EpiPen now. She's like, that's like the universe intervening and saying, slow down. I don't know. I didn't ask her. Like, you know, like if some people are like really anaphylactic to like, she's in a battle. Cloud peanut butter and you walk by and like you right. have symptoms like right. if you're allergic to peanut butter uh-huh. that she sucks. has to get the low dose patch yeah mm. <laughs> right. okay so we want to talk about kids a bit right oh yeah, yeah. sure yeah yeah, yeah. so tell um, Sean what, what? I, I feel like Sean knows much more about this than me but it, it, where I've seen it very helpful yes. albeit it's only just legal now yeah. and there doesn't seem to be at least in Toronto which I'm sure most people most places don't even have the same knowledge as we have in Toronto mm-hmm. or the access to people that have these knowledge bases. Um, I've seen it very helpful in kids with neurologic stuff, uh, disorders and behavioral issues, mm-hmm. namely um, kids that are on the spectrum, on the autism spectrum that mm-hmm. have behavioral challenges, kids with ADHD that have you know difficulty with focus or impulsivity or distractibility and kids with seizures. You mentioned the seizure piece before. Yeah. There is quite a lot of nice evidence that some kids that have very difficult to manage seizures that are on difficult what you know? to manage seizures. Oh, difficult to manage yeah, seizures. So, sorry, okay. kids with epilepsy that um, are already on multiple medicines that certainly have side effects like all pharmaceuticals do, mm-hmm. that CBD in particular can be um, helpful in alleviating the seizures. And I've personally seen kids and heard of many more that were able to get off of their regimen of anti-epileptics, of which like sometimes that is many medicines and mm-hmm. um you know, in terms of side effects, a lot of them are very sedating and they don't allow you to learn as well or behave as usual. You know, they can really suppress your ability to be yourself, really, whereas CBD doesn't typically. 
um, some kids that have been able to come off of their medicines entirely or at least decrease their doses and be more aware and alert and, you know, less sedate. Mm-hmm. Um, but Does I don't know. manage seizure like you wouldn't have yes, a seizure? Yes, oh, wow. yes, yes. That's I know amazing. some people that have come yeah, off of brings- seizure meds. And I know adults that have come off their seizure meds with some counseling and carefulness right. and not driving cars and yeah. all these things, right? Like you'd be very mindful that, you know, because anytime you make any medicine changes, whether it's it's pot related or others, you need mm-hmm. to be careful about not inducing more seizures. But mm-hmm. anyway, I know some people that have been able to come off medicines, but there still seems to be reticence to prescribe um, CBD to kids mm-hmm. for obvious reasons. And a lot of it is stigma related and people don't want their kid to be high. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people associate pot with just being high and, you know, not able to control yourself, et cetera. So, mm-hmm. And um, as it stands now, there aren't any neurologists that I'm aware of in the city that treat children that give prescriptions for this stuff. Many will refer out and say, you know, go see, you know, the doctor that, you know, prescribes pot down the street to adults for pain and, you know, other problems, but not for kids per se. And I've had quite a few families actually ask me to give them prescriptions and I'm not, um, I'm not educated enough to do so. So what do you do in that case? I refer them to the person down the street that does it. Who's basically, the per- oh, person oh, literally like, down yeah, the street. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like I, you know, someone else that has um, much more you know education on these that that I have. Is, it, is it a marijuana clinic? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Yes. What's a marijuana clinic? Uh, so basically, it's a clinic that basically all they do is prescriptions for medical marijuana. Mm-hmm. So they have medical doctors on staff and educators. Um, so you go in there with basically the intention of getting a prescription for medical marijuana. Guys, how crazy is it? But I guess it? I would need that, right? I mean, now that it's legal, I could send them to you, right? Yeah. I mean, so uh, our, our college is still working on getting us in with MDs and uh, nurses for prescribing rights to medical. I mean, so th- really the only differences are as follows. <laughs> Between medical and recreational? Between medical and recreational. So um, your allowance is higher with a license. So right now... Um, under recreational laws, you yes. can have up to 30 grams on you or basically a, a, a gram a day. Mm-hmm. And you're allowed like you up pick, to... you could pick up yeah, 30 grams and You could pick up 30 home. grams at once, basically. Yes. And if like someone would ever stop you, like a police officer, you're, you're allowed to have up to 30 grams on you. Whereas uh, if you have a license, you could go higher than that, depending on what the doctor d- prescribes as well as growing. So right now you're allowed up to four plants per household, uh, whereas with a medical license you can grow more. And then it's how you get your pot. So for recreational, it has everything has to be funneled through the middleman, which is the Ontario Cannabis Store, and then distributed out. So you pay a little bit of a premium. Like, like, like just like the LCBO. Yeah. Yeah. With a medical license, you get it right from the grower, right from the licensed producer. Oh, so it's on average, I would say about... Like a med relief, right? Yeah, five yeah. to 10 bucks cheaper. Um, right. Yeah. And people have insurance that can cover it. And yeah, so you can... Right. Uh, so some insurance companies will cover it. Yeah. Um, and also it's... Um, you can get a tax credit. I'd like uh, to ask Yaffa about that. Yaffa mm. Fam from Beneplan. See how many people are writing yeah. off their I if I have mm. cannabis. I, I have a, li- a medical license. I Can I see it? Carrying it? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I might have taken it out. Uh-huh. Anyways, I never use it anymore. Uh-huh. <laughs> right, of course not. I think my subscription, uh, my uh, prescription's about to um, expire. But uh, yeah, so there's a, a few differences uh, with going down that route. And actually, some of the products are different too. You're, mm-hmm. There's a lot more like CBD-containing products when, when you're uh, looking online with the medical prescription. But I guess you wouldn't have to give a prescription. No. Nor so would I. I. They yeah. just need to be counseled because they can go buy it themselves now. Exactly. So uh, really what matters is the education piece. Yes. Because um, without yeah. that, you have no idea. Yeah. And presumably for kids, it'd be oil. 
Yeah. So for kids, uh, it it would be oil or spray um, and something. It would likely be very high t- high uh, CBD, low THC. And um, yeah, as you said, like the research supports exactly what you're saying, that there's good research with the seizure disorders like Dravé and Lennox-Gestalt. Which are and terrible seizure disorders ter- that lead to yeah. intractable seizures, mm-hmm. tons of medications, often kids don't develop as it, we would expect. Yeah, and, there's developmental yeah. issues. And uh, there's actually a few studies with autism. Um, one recently came out of Israel uh, where it um, basically, it was a small study, it was probably about under a hundred uh, patients, but um, they were given the the sort of sweet dose, or like the the dose that seems to be common with the pediatric cases, is somewhere between ten and twenty milligrams per kilogram of CBD. So they were somewhere there, and um, yeah, it seems it was, like a lot. It is a lot because did you say one of these sprays is ten milligrams? Yeah. So that's a, that's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So that's one of the problems that could get pricey. Um, and so I think but that, like if you're talking about like yeah. a 20 kilo kid, you're talking yeah. about 20 sprays. Yeah. Am I right? Well, of a 10 milligram. One. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you're taking one spray. Yeah. Well, I don't take one spray, but some people do. Oh, okay, and that's okay. for, that's for like, um, behavioral and seizure yes. uh, disorders. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, with kids, um, so autism, mood, mood disorder, um, like ADHD, there's, uh, it shows like there's decreases in behavioral outbursts, stress, anxiety, sleep gets better, things like that. Um, so yeah, it's a very, it's a, it's a cool addition to the toolbox basically yeah. in, in pediatrics. You have to be careful. So when you bring THC into the mix, uh, if you're below the age of um, 25, I believe it is, you have a four to seven times more likelihood of becoming dependent or addicted yes. onto it. Um, so you just have to give that piece of advice. Really, there's not too many conditions where you would have to give something with a high level of THC in pediatrics. CBD does the job. And so this brings me to how CBD works, yeah, which actually, is really Before you cool. move on, just yeah. like as a, as, a, <laughs> as a warning. So of the patients, besides the seizure um, yeah. children, the kids that um, in my practice that have gone elsewhere, gotten prescriptions for their ADHD or their autism and have tried CBD heavy um, uh, medicines, they have parents and the children report decreased symptoms, mm-hmm. but none of them be, have been successful in coming off of other medicines. So okay. it's been, yeah. like you say, a tool in the, in the, in the tool shed. Right. And I am very cautious around mm-hmm. pot and my pot counseling um, to kids. You're, like you're like you're saying, CBD much less worrisome than THC. Mm-hmm. Um, but we know very well, and there's very good studies on this, that pot is worse for a teenage brain than any other time in your life. It's yep. a very rapidly changing brain, and the risk of dependency, tolerance, and things like bringing on paranoia, schizophrenia, other mood concerns is quite high. Mm-hmm. And so it would be something you'd really have to titrate really closely with a physician or someone that really knows what they're doing. I wouldn't be messing around with this um, just because it's legal now. Yep. It, it, there's 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 big concerns around adolescence in particular Absolutely. and, um, and CBC, CBD and THC. Yeah, huh. I yeah. agree. Uh, yeah, one of the major contraindications uh, with medical cannabis is if there's a history of substance abuse or uh, schizophrenia. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the paranoia, mm-hmm. uh, psychotic yeah. stuff is not to be under um, and discussed. And that's, that's the a, THC. Um, So they're starting to discover there's even, I think, some pilot studies where they've actually been treating psychosis with CBD, just CBD, and it's been successful. Hmm. So I think we're kind of on the tip of figuring out what it means, that contraindication. Um, And that sort of brings me to, so the two compounds work very differently in your body. 
So you have cannabinoid receptors all over your body, in your brain, in your muscle, in your digestive tract. And uh, why they're there is you have something called an endocannabinoid system. You're producing cannabinoids all the time. Your two main ones, anandamide and 2-AG. And what they do is basically regulate um, stress response. So when things get too stressful or, or like, for instance, um, at a concert, like feedback, right? When the signal becomes too high, mm-hmm. CBD uh, or your endocannabinoids turn that signal down. And so it's a very essential body, bodily system that what? keeps things from going. I've never heard this before ever in my entire yeah. life. This is what I learned today. Okay. Yeah, so cool. it's it's a really cool system. Um, and so what CBD does, so THC acts right on these receptors that you have in your body. It's like it goes right in there, gives a strong signal. Whereas what CBD does, it actually does not act on the cannabinoid receptors to any degree. Um, what it does instead is increases your own endocannabinoids by um, it's almost like an SSRI, so it inhibits the breakdown enzyme of endocannabinoids. What's an SSRI? So um, uh, selective serotonin reuptake. It's an antidepressant, basically. Uh-huh. And so, um, oh yes, we talked about this above Young. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. So so it increases your own signal of mm-hmm. your of these neurotransmitters, and with CBD, those are the endocannabinoids that you make. So it actually mm-hmm. just. Um, supports your own production of endocannabinoids. And that's why I think we don't see some of the side effects that we do with with THC, with CBD. Interesting. Yeah, so it's really cool. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. No, <laughs> hi. No, just kidding. Um, that's so cool. Sean, so as a parent, you have a yeah. young... Yeah, baby. so I have a four and a half year old and a one and a 14 month old. A 14 month yeah, old. Yeah, yeah. So as a parent... Yes, like we talked about obviously using it for kids yeah. and sort of general use, but like, mm. I just want to go back to that point. Like cool. yeah. what is like, if you were to prescribe to like the average Joe parent of young kids, yeah. what would you be like? This is, would be a good definitely like cocktail of mixes for you. So sleep's going to be an issue. Um, that would probably be the main issue that mm-hmm. you would use it for. Uh, maybe some anxiety uh, in the mix too. But yeah, it would be mainly a sleep thing. So like the Argyle spray would be like one that might be helpful. Um, so I often get uh, parents are worried that they won't be able to wake up. Right? Or like function as a yeah, parent. Yeah, right? or function as a parent. Um, really, if you keep the dose to somewhere that is working for what you need it to do, but it's the lowest effective dose, you'll be fine. Um, you'll be able to function. Uh, so it's sort it, of like drinking coffee, right? People yeah. are not going to drink like a whole pot of coffee if all you really need is a shot of espresso. Right. Yeah. So you just take what you need to do yeah. what you want it to do. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Right. I, I mean, I think parents really need like um, help with like the adrenal system a lot because they're just like super stressed. I mean, it could help with stress too. Um, do you have concerns that it'll suppress adrenal like function? Uh, it does interact. That means, actually. It yeah. interacts with that system. Yeah. Um, so it 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 it, uh, it decreases cortisol level. So basically, yeah. So yeah. we're talking about adrenals. Stress. We've spoken about this a few times, right? Stress. But your adrenal glands help with your make stress hormone, which is good and bad, right? When you're chronically stressed, chronic fatigue, etc., you're you have too much cortisol, and that's not good for you. But at the same time, you need cortisol because it makes you have energy and fight or flight, etc. Mm-hmm. And there's some argument that. Um, pot can decrease your natural function of your adrenals, which will make you feel shitty over time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, that is definitely something that, um, like the, it decreases the cortisol level. Now, 
it depends. Like for someone who is just functioning at way too high stress level, um, you know, that in itself can damage. That's also bad for you. Yeah, yeah. it's also bad for you. So, uh, you know, for the for the type of person who's maybe like a type A personality and just can't get out of their head and is like stressed all the time, it might be something useful. But for those that are like just totally drained, um, it might be useful to get them more sleep, but not necessarily like for daytime use to support um, stress or adrenal mm-hmm. glands or anything like that. I think the big thing for um, the medicinal side is helping people sleep. Like honestly, nothing I've used over the past 10 plus years has been as consistent. And this is on the naturopathic side of things. So like melatonin, passion flower, valerian, you know, all those guys. Um, nothing has been as consistent and as effective as cannabis for sleep. And a lot of people take a shitload of medicine for yeah. sleep, right? Like benzodiazepine, yeah. um, medicines uh, like Valium, Lorazepam, Lorazepam, yeah, Lorazepam, all these kind of medicines. They're very addictive, very, yeah. very, very addictive, very quickly addictive. So people feel they have to use them and, and go up and up and up on their doses. And many of them have like terrible side effects of like waking up and eating like in your house and you don't even know you're eating or night, night walking or night terrors, as you mentioned. And like I said, they're very addictive. Mm. So, you know it's a better option for most people than would be many of those other mm-hmm. um, sleeping aids that yeah. are medicinal and prescription. Yeah. Yeah. But Especially, doctors have been giving it those for years. Like people yeah. for gener- like generations, yeah. people, you know, like our grandmothers were often all these medicines when they were stressed out. So yeah. they've been used for a long time. So a lot of physicians have a lot of comfort with them, mm-hmm. but we know very well that like this is it, mo- many new physicians would not even do them for more than a day or two. Like if, if I give a prescription for one of these things, I give mm-hmm. it like a dose, like a one or two days worth. Right. Like that said, um, we're, we're very hesitant, but many people have been using them for, for decades and mm-hmm. are very addicted to them. Yeah. MBN, you know, all these medicines, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, absolutely. So if there's one piece of advice you want our listeners who are primarily parents to know, what is it you want them to hear when it comes to the cannabis um, conversation and for... Don't any- be scared of it. <laughs> People so, are terrified. Yeah. Uh, a really f- interesting patient population I see is like the... 50 to 80 crowd who are just really interested in it, but it's been taboo for so long. They're like still whispering, you know? Mm -hmm. And like, I know they're coming in for cannabis education, but you know, they'll be like, Oh, you know, my knee hurts and, uh, you know, maybe my diet and, and yeah, I'm kind of curious about the cannabis. Uh I was like, so there's, my parents are for sure. There's still this big uh, taboo surrounding it. And I just want to basically open that conversation and treat it like another, a drug um, yeah. and another, you know, medicinal compound. So don't be scared of it just because of its history. Um, it's quite safe. It's not for everyone, but it can help a lot of people. Um, and yeah, that's you know, that's basically it. I would say uh, talk to someone who knows what they're talking about, um, an educator, if if you're curious. And uh, and make the decision, uh, and you can but, play around with it too. Like it's yeah. it's different than other medicines where there's no one size fits all, as, as, as we're saying. And you can yeah. buy like a little joint. You can buy yeah, you can try a little bit of this, and you try a little of that, yeah. and yeah. try a shot of this, and and if right. you don't like it, try another thirty dollar or something of something yeah. else. Like Absolutely, you can play with it. Yeah, don't get turned off just because you had one bad joint. Yes. Um there's there's so much out there. Yeah, it, it will take some trial and error to find what works best for you. Um, yeah, and it took me a while to find out which ones Absolutely. I like best, and yeah. then I just stick with them and. You know, educate our um, those bud tenders are always like recommending things. They're like, no, no, I, I know what I want. I felt like such a boss the first time I went into Tokyo Smoke, and like, you know, everyone looks like you know they're so confused in there. Like, what's going on? I just like walk right up to the front counter. I was like, I want this, this, and that. And they're like, whoa, <laughs> you know what you're talking about, yeah. man. Yeah. So it was, yeah, 
basically, uh, yeah, it takes some experimenting to find out what works for you. Yeah. You know, what did you learn today? Uh, I don't know that I learned so much. I mean, I feel like I knew a lot of this stuff um, already, but I know I do really like how you explained it though. I thought yeah. that like the, the dog thing was, was genius. Oh, um, yeah. And also <laughs> I've always been confused actually about indica versus sativa right. and how that categorization is different than CBD and, and THC. Mm. In my head, it was always that sativa had more THC and indica had more CBD, but apparently that's not so. So nope. I did learn that actually. Mm-hmm. Indica is yeah. actually will have a lot of THC mm-hmm. more so than sativa sometimes. Um, but it's all those other compounds that cause the different effects. Yeah, you got to like play with it, I guess. Flavonoids yeah. in there. There's terpenes. There's all kinds of mm-hmm. stuff going we on. We talked, I think, about one one on the one of the podcasts. Did we talk about it, Andrew? When you were like knocked on your ass, and I was like happy go lucky. So the first time, the first time we we smoked this stuff from um, where we got that that pre roll from um, OCS, and we had two friends over that uh, I've smoked with many many times before, yeah. and haven't seen them in a long time, and I was just happy and hyper and excited to be with them and I had such a good high I was giggling like I couldn't stop giggling what for you hours <laughs> yeah, uh, maybe we know upstairs and it was so so good we probably yeah. look it up on OCS right if you log into my account oh, yeah. <laughs> it was so fun like I had the best time and somewhere in, maybe half an hour in and he was like I don't feel so well I'm gonna go upstairs and he fell asleep without brushing his teeth without taking off his clothes yeah. like just like passed out yeah. on the bed and I came up I think like three or four hours later having giggled for hours it was right. like the best high ever my face hurt like that's how much I laughed right, right. and he was passed out it was the exact <laughs> same pot yeah but that was a bit strange I thought yeah you know it's like you're dealing with really complicated body chemistry but along. I've never had such yeah. dichotomy before yeah, but yeah. When, when I smoked and they were all giggling too right 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 but he was like on his ass so Maybe that was, was a bit strange <laughs> yeah that I wasn't expecting at all so yeah I don't yeah. know if it was Steve or Indica do you remember Andrew? Hybrid. Hybrid. Ah. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He got one side of it. Right. Got the other. Same, same joint. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 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 What did you learn today? So I learned about the, the receptors that are in the body mm. and that that's actually what's like, it's like almost, I pictured it like the, there's like these receptors that are glomping onto this drug that's actually magnifying the experience within your body. And I think for me as a parent, to be honest, one of the reasons I think I'm hesitant to be more of a habitual cannabis user is like my kids are still young. And I'm still in a situation where like at the end of the day, I'm exhausted, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. I'm really am tired at the end of every single day. And my day starts really early. And it's not like I'm sleeping and eating bonbons. I'm running a fucking business. Yeah. Right. So I'm on all the time. And like, I don't know if I actually need weed to calm down, mm-hmm. um, but I do have stress in my life and I'd love to reduce my cortisol level. I'd love to sleep better. I'd love to laugh hard. I'd love to have better sex. I'd love to do all those things. Oh, that's another so, thing. Yeah. Like I yeah. love, yeah. My husband, like when he gets high, he's always like, baby, and then, like, poking me in the <laughs> so backside. It's a, it's a vasodilator. Yeah, it is right? yeah, for him yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, for me sometimes, but like if I'm like on King street with a bunch of mom friends and someone hands me a vape pen and it has like the right weed in it cause they understand it. I'm having a gay old time, like puffing on their, yeah. On their vaporizer, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. I kind of want to just like know more and be become There's like the way that I understand what wines I like. I yeah. want to know what weeds I like and yeah. what works for me. Yeah. So I think you've inspired me a little, a little bit, Sean, to like maybe, I don't know, like spark a J. I mean, I also don't love smoking. <laughs> I was a smoker for 15 years, like right. a hardcore cigarette smoker. Yeah. So every time I smoke, I kind of like have post-traumatic stress disorder of like wanting to start smoking cigarettes again and I will never do that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm one experiment I think with some other yeah. pills and oils and those other things. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think, I think this could be a really amazing solution for parents, especially young parents. And I just like, I think I put myself in the shoes often on the show as like, 
Dean is an expert, but I'm a pedestrian when it comes to these things. Like mm-hmm. I'm still a little bit scared. Like yeah. I really want to know more. Yeah. I'm still a little bit scared. Mm-hmm. And I have some friends who are like been using for 20 years and they're high functioning, amazing people who contribute to society. And I also know some yeah. other people who've been, who are just total stoners, you know? Yeah. So, um, it's good, like anything else, right? The good thing now is that you can see what the level of the THC is on the bottle. So uh-huh. it's not like a mystery. So you can start like lower percentages and work your way up. Um, I know it's been really fundamental for me as a parent because I would not be getting good sleep right. if I didn't have something to what help me with that. What time do you go to bed? What time do I go to bed? Yeah. Um, like... 10 30 11 okay, so unless like, i'm out partying that's, like, that's, <laughs> that's rational mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, that's yeah and i'm yeah. up at six uh-huh. um so yeah it it helps me get a solid night's sleep and then and you your know kids sleep the night what your kids are sleeping the night no disturbed sleep yeah, yeah. i mean now it's getting yeah. better for sure um but yeah for a while my my now one-year-old was waking up you know two three times a night yeah um and so that's a thing like i can wake up put her back down i mean my wife and I take turns, but if I didn't have something that was sort of blunt my cortisol level, I'd be up the rest of the night. So that's what happens yeah. to my husband. My husband can go to sleep at 10 o'clock. Yeah. If the baby disturbs him at two, yeah. he's up. Like that's it's it. done. He's and done. my wife knows so, that. It's yeah, like, my husband's the same. So yeah. that's why I think it actually is a good solution for him because mm-hmm. if my husband gets six to eight hours of sleep, he's a, he's a brand new spanking person. Yeah. I'm somebody who needs my sleep desperately and if I have disturbed sleep I'm just like fucked for the next day yeah so and it's yeah. been happening a lot more recently than than not so yeah. Yeah. I'm quite curious hmm, yeah. to do some more dabbling and then my, my four-year-old found some of my stuff yeah the other day and I just tell him it's daddy's medicine yeah mm-hmm. keep it uh, away from children adults, so though yeah. you know you don't die from this stuff mm-hmm. um a typical adult kids if they get into even a little bit of it like Different. it's not good for them and it could kill them because yeah. the toxic dose for a four-year-old is going to be quite a bit lower than a toxic dose for an adult so mm-hmm. keep it locked keep it away yeah. keep it hidden don't especially things like gummies and, and oh yeah so the edibles is going to be stuff a makes whole different situation yeah and right. i think it's part of the yeah. the problem with legalizing it too like yeah. it's yeah. dangerous that's kids, what they've struggled with cookies and brownies and yeah all the they see yummy yeah. things and they don't yeah. know and they don't they don't know the dose and a, again a dose for me is very different than a dose for my two-year-old chocolate yeah all that stuff looks delicious and they might eat more than one because like oh my god i get chocolate right now right Right. let's talk about sex for two seconds yes um so (laughs) there's something we didn't talk about but you know talking about moms and and parents and stuff so drive yeah Yeah. when we were at your events we did this mom's you event talking about cannabis and breastfeeding oh we didn't talk about breastfeeding oh yeah um i think we talked about it i think we talked about it a bit with jack as well but yeah um, at this event there was a couple people that were like profoundly passionate about the whole sex is better with cbd so with CBD or whatever, I don't oh, know. Maybe it wasn't CBD. Maybe it was just maybe it was more THC. I don't know. But um, there's definitely strains out there, and I think it's mostly marketing that are like you know. I know that. Okay, there's one from oysters or an aphrodisiac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that I think it's called Cabaret, and it's like supposed to increase your sex drive. Well, she's but, talking about like suppository, like vaginal suppositories oh, yeah. and things. And, well, it's you know it comes mm-hmm. down to the fact that is okay. It does a few things that will. Um, promote sex, let's say. Uh, it vasodilates, okay? So it gets the blood going to where it needs to go. And it's also anti-anxiety. It's calming, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, especially when people who like had a long stressful day or just are anxious. Or feeling inhibited in some feeling way. Feeling inhibited, it helps. It's kind of like alcohol in that way. Yes. It kind 
kind of helps to uh, give uh, some courage. Her. Yeah, get some courage. Give yeah. some sexual courage. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, different. Like you wouldn't want something like a really high potency indica to like put you to bed right away. But um, uh, yes, uh, you know, you got to experiment again. I th- I don't think that if you're just going for those strains that are marketed towards sex. Uh, that those will necessarily be the right ones for you. Again, this is kind of the fun thing with cannabis is you got to experiment a little, you know, figure out which one yeah. works for you, which and one maybe gets it's not your the same one going. that works for your partner. Exactly. Hence, I had tons of energy and Andrew was snoring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You guys might need, it's yeah. like a sleep number bed. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's your number? Yes. <laughs> number bed. Not the same That's as Andrew's. Yeah. Um, cool. And what was that thing you, wanted to, you just wanted, you just oh, mentioned? Uh, breastfeeding. Oh, breastfeeding, yes. Yeah. Oh, So Newman says, just so you know, for the record, the reason I love going to Newman is God bless him. He's the godfather of breastfeeding. Mm -hmm. Explain to me how that's a thing. But um, he, uh, he, he's quite, I mean, he's done so much fucking research. Yeah. And the biggest research was his, his studies on drugs. Right. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about pharmaceuticals primarily. Yeah. But he does talk about the cannabinoid, cannabinoid, cannabinoid. Thank you. Molecule that it's almost too big to pass through the breast milk. Mm. So I think there was two conversations. Like your kid isn't going to get weed through the breast milk, but don't hot box your kid and don't get too high that you can't function. Right. right yeah. So that was sort of J. Jack's sort yeah. of preaching. He didn't say it exactly like that. Yeah, your but kid he's won't like, get high, but don't yeah. be so stoned that you're dangerous. Right. That's yeah. exactly what he said. And yeah. I would I would tow that party line to the end. Hundred so yeah. percent. Hundred percent. Right. Yeah. From from the research I've done, um, some does get through. From what I've seen, I think. Primarily THC, they studied like a very small percentage. It's a very small yeah. percentage. It's not enough to get your kid it's high. Like, I don't think he said it's, it's like point one percent. He said yeah. it's like pouring a ounce yeah. of vodka into eighty-two liters of coke. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he said. Yeah. yeah, and and the other thing, like the whole pump and dump thing, it it stays in your fat cells. So unless you're going to be dumping for two weeks, um, there's no point to it. Because yeah. well, once once it's in there, it's in there for a couple the whole of pump and dump thing. <laughs> I and I know he's super anti. I wish that. people stop pumping and dumping. Like yeah. truly, yeah. almost nothing goes through that is dangerous. Like yeah. Yeah. there's a couple things. You know, yeah. if you're taking like tuberculosis medicines or chemotherapy, like that's legit. But there's very few things that require you to dump your milk, including alcohol and oh drugs. My God. It's heartbreaking. Yes, I mean, it's such yeah, a waste of liquid gold. It's liquid gold. You can cry over milk. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, my wife has cried many a time yeah. over milk. Or like, milk. put it in your freezer and then ask me. Like, you know, <laughs> don't toss it yet. Don't Just keep it. it, and I will tell you if it's okay or not. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. So funny. Sadly, mother wrist doesn't exist anymore. But mm. I'm happy to answer questions around when you need to dump your milk. Absolutely. Yes, there's very few rules around that. Yeah, cool. man, I, I think I almost like want to love weed, you know, mm-hmm. like I want to I want to get to a place where I'm like, yes, I love this. And I like want to preach the gospel about it. Mm-hmm. I just like even since it's been legal, I haven't had the time to like, mm-hmm. I don't know, dedicate That's why I feel it. as well. Like I you know, smoked a handful of times since it became legal much, much, much more when I was when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Right. But I work until I go to bed, basically. And thankfully, I don't have, I don't have any issues with with falling asleep. So I don't I don't need it for those reasons. Mm-hmm. And I I'm always so hesitant to like. Um, be dependent on something, like yeah. even if just psychologically dependent. Sure. So I certainly don't need it for sleep. Yeah, I'm Luckily, exactly the same. I'm a great sleeper and I don't have time to feel any less focused. But there's lots of people like the Rebel Mamas were telling us too that they're much more creative and they can right. do their kind of work much better when they when they they're are on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not the case for what I do. Um, so, Unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what are you Matthew's excited about? Band, what, you know? are you exci- <laughs> yeah. what are you excited? What are you excited for? Like in the cannabis industry, what's like your? Oh, um, like, what are you like keenly looking forward to? Well, ed- edibles is going to be interesting. Yeah. Um, so Any innovations? 
innovations, well, there's the whole IV delivery, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Plus, there's um, you know, uh, like places like Colorado, San Francisco are like miles ahead of it, us when it comes to like vape pens and and the whole marketing aspect of mm-hmm. it, uh, which is sort of a catch twenty two because. Now it's kind of safer because it's harder to get and there's more warning labels on it, but um, it's also like the government's losing out on a lot of money because it's not marketed and handled all that well. <clears throat> but from the um, medicinal side, I think I'm just excited about the research yeah. uh, because you know it's it's happening more studies and more and- stuff's coming out and uh, I, th- you know, it's, it's really awesome. And now, you know, GW pharmaceutical came out with, um, their like CBD only, um, uh, pharmaceutical basically for, for, uh, Drave syndrome and Lennox Gestalt. So the seizure disorders, know, yeah, they're, um, they're which? the, the seizure, seizure disorders, disorders we're talking about. Uh, so the pharmaceutical companies are getting on board with it. Um, I just hope they don't kind of completely bastardize it from, you know, its origins as like a plant with all kinds of interesting compounds in it. Um, but yeah, that there, there'll always be a market oh, I have for a question, that. I have a question. Yeah. I just remembered. Sorry. It's always happens. We're like, we're at the end of the podcast. We're like, no, 30 We've minutes We've come back more. already. We, we yeah. talked about sex again. So there we go. I, <laughs> yeah. Tell me about plants in your own house. Right. Like someone's buying a seed and growing it oh, the way yeah. I grow cucumbers. And like, then I like cut it and then like smoke it. Like I harvest my peppers. Like what? I don't understand. <laughs> like how does that whole thing go? And do you yeah. have... No, I don't. Uh, I live in a condo, so it'd be kind of hard with limited space. But uh-huh. um, yeah, growing, uh, there's lots of uh, grow experts out there and um, like mini greenhouses you can buy. So uh, if you go to the right places, it can be easy enough to grow and some grow faster than others. So a lot depends on the type you're growing. Right now, there's really only one seed variety that you can buy on the OCS, and that's the Argyle. Um, that's the sleepy one. That's the sleepy one. Yeah. The yeah. Indica one. Uh, so yeah, it could. So the, the interesting thing, so you're allowed for under recreational laws, you're allowed up to four plants per household. So basically what you do is you grow them to maturity. So the, the buds are happening and mm-hmm. then you dry it. Um, you take the buds off, you put them in a dry place. Basically you hang, I think you hang the, the it upside down to dry it out uh, get rid of the moisture. And then, yeah, you store the, the dried flower somewhere. Uh, and you're allowed in storage uh, up to, up to two hundred and fifty grams, I believe. How so, long would that take to grow that much? Uh, that's a great question. I don't know, like dry weight wise, um, but you do they probably, grow quickly? These things? Yeah, some you do. You probably get like some, twenty weeds. buds on a plan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, like weeds. He nice says, one. yeah. Uh, but yeah, a couple months, like two or three months. Oh, that's so, a lot of so buds. The summer season. Yeah, like yeah. the way that we have, like in my neighborhood, it's very, very yeah. cool. And like Corso Italia to like have tomatoes and have peppers and whatever. And I've noticed some of my neighbors now have like tomatoes, peppers, like all the like lettuces, and then they have like five, four plants, like, <laughs> and they're all cannabis. You can see, right. you can see mm-hmm. the pot leaf, and I'm like, holy fuck! Everyone is growing this in their own mm-hmm. backyard. Cool. Does so, it happen? Like, does anything bad happen if like a raccoon eats them or something? Or they're not really. THC oh, so like, yes. oh, okay. That's a really cool question Keep because basically, fresh weed won't get you high. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, so all the cannabinoids exist in their acidic form, and what happens when you heat it? It uh, it's something called decarboxylation, and that's where like the stuff that gets you high. So if you juice, so people juice cannabis uh, because some of those compounds in the fresh form actually have a lot of 
good benefits, like they're high in antioxidants, flavonoids, um, but they won't get you high. So a raccoon coming in eating some pot um, won't get high. Hmm. It won't put them it's in any Fucking piss me off. And it probably doesn't that taste like much. Maybe they don't do it. I wonder shit. if they just avoid it because there's no... It's got like, a strong smell. Yeah. I don't know if that... So uh, yeah. with plants, another cool thing is that those essential oils that you get from like all plants, uh, lavender, you know, uh, what's another good smelling one? Tea tree mm-hmm. or, you know, all those. So uh, those essential oils in nature, why they're there is that they protect the plant. So they either protect it from like UV damage or they um, they work as like a deterrent for insects to eat the plant. Um, so I don't know if animals would even be interested in eating mm-hmm. it. You're so knowledgeable. I, I know a lot. So much this, weird shit, man. this is fucking yeah. awesome. I love this. Yeah. There's all the plants. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. What if they would just go for your tomatoes? So what do you do at kids crew? At kid crew? What does he, he do? He works at kid crew. I'm the naturopath at kid crew. <laughs> so naturopath for kids. Yeah. That you, yeah. Pre- you prescribe cannabis. No, no, I don't. Uh, oh. I I will counsel. I have counsel counseled uh, parents about cannabis if they're cannabis interested. Mm-hmm. Let's say um, they call it cannabis curious. Cannabis that's curious. That's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, but I, I don't I don't prescribe it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Maybe for another podcast. It's more it's more like an education piece. So okay. parents who just don't know, um, usually because their um, child has some seizure disorder, mm-hmm. um, they're curious about it and whether they should come off of the um, Keppra or whatever it mm-hmm. is. And I just kind of give them the information, which is basically if their current seizure medication is working, don't change it. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good advice yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't How fuck with something that works. How young can somebody be... If somebody is a seizure sufferer and they're under the age of five, can they use cannabis as a solution for get off the seizure? So again, what we're talking about before is these kids with with intractable epilepsy that have tried many things. Um, High THC has been found to be helpful. Neither of us, you know, prescribed for that reason. You'd have to see someone that does. Oh, sorry, CBD. Um, People would have to see someone who's an expert in that mm-hmm. for that. Like I would never personally take age, a med- pit off medicine. Age. It's not age No, it's not age related. Okay. It's, it's okay. like, does your seizure medicine work yeah. or not right. related? Yeah. Yes. And the dosing's according to kilograms, so it depends yeah. on It's very weight. titrated. It's like yeah. a medicine. It's, yeah. You're using another medicine. How so only someone that does how use that is, medicine. How common is seizure disorders in kids? You know? Seizures are quite common, but what we're talking about is very difficult to manage seizure mm-hmm. disorders. Like I, this is not a, the starting You're, yeah, medicine for typical. kids with typical seizure disorders. This is somebody having a seizure once in six months. This is somebody who is. We're talking about people, like, babies that are having, you know, seizures every two minutes. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 Which, oh you know, it can be life-saving. Um, Literally. In the right patient. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. yeah. This is not common. You know, this is weird and wonderful mm-hmm. zebras. As we call so them. do you yep. know the whole story about Charlotte's Web? No. Okay. So you mean the child literature book? No, I don't know. Do you know, it? no, I have no oh, idea. Really? Yeah. So this is how kind of CBD came to pop culture. You know Sanjay Gupta. Mm-hmm. So he did a story on uh, his program. I forget what channel. Yeah. It's, it's well, CNN? he did a documentary called We. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was actually good. So yeah. it, it followed basically um, a young girl who had Dravet syndrome, and uh, I forget what her age was, but she must have been like maybe five, six. Yeah, I feel like old. she was like six or seven. Yes, yeah, yeah. six or seven. And, uh, the you know, she was on, you know, various different seizure medications and it wasn't really helping much. I think she had, you know, over 50 seizures a day and you can see it was impacting her development a lot. And so the family did their own research and saw that there was some research uh, CBD with, with seizures. So they went around the States trying to find plants with CBD and 
most people were growing it to to kind of push out CBD because you know the recreational market wanted higher and higher THC. But there was one farm that had like one strain of plant that was still high in in um, CBD, and so they contacted the growers. Um, the name escapes me, but they contacted the growers, bought like their whole lot of this plant and uh, started making like their own oil from it. And it was really helping. It was dramatically decreasing the seizures per day. Like within weeks, the seizures were coming down to like, you know, five a day. Um, and so what happened is uh, they renamed the strain Charlotte's Web after her. And uh, Sanjay Gupta did this whole sort of expose on it. And then like people started going wild over CBD because no one had heard of it really until that point. Mm. Um, so, so that's really where it came. And then, so like, yeah, this Charlotte's web strain, um, became very popular and, um, and then more and more growers were starting to grow, uh, plants with CBD. And if you look back in history, the original, like, pot plants like pot is thousands of years old originated in uh, parts of china and india and the original like species were approximately equal in thc and cbd so that's like kind of almost like how nature intended um so it's really interesting from and then people bred it to be more and more thc because they yeah, want to party they, they like to party yes yeah, basically. but now we're like we also yeah. want to sleep yeah so <laughs> yeah. let's bring back the exactly. sleep yeah so it yeah and Sanjay Gupta is a neurosurgeon like by training yeah. he's like he's a hardcore like surgeon yeah, yeah and uh and this was a number of years ago certain way before it was it was legal here it ended up being legal in a couple places in the states but uh-huh. um yeah it really opened up people's awareness that cbd could be helpful for things too and it started a movement like here's yeah. this like prominent physician oh yeah journalist saying like I believe in CBD, and uh, and yeah, many many kids after that went on CBD oil for mm. um for their seizures, and it was very helpful. Yeah, and there's the, been the, some problems. This family, this, this kid Charlotte, yeah. changed many 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 thousands of lives. Oh, Absolutely amazing! What a yeah. beautiful story. Yeah, yeah, and it's still hard because in the states, especially, it's um it, it's not federally legalized, so it depends on what state you're in. So right. if you're in a state where it's not like decriminalized or not legalized for medical use like you either have to move out of that state or risk like getting busted basically. i think in this case i don't think it was a legal state yeah I remember maybe that, not. Th- yeah maybe not they were like shipping it illegally like it was it was yeah, a thing yeah 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 it's, and we're talking about a kid that was on like 15 different medicines and it wasn't working yeah. and like she, she was seizing all day like that's to find something natural mm-hmm. that's Some, that yeah. changes her life is pretty pretty remarkable pretty beautiful. that's unbelievable yeah, mm-hmm. yeah canada and uruguay only two federally legal really? countries. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Canada and Uruguay. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so, so random. random. <laughs> so random. Yeah. A lot of places are like getting on board, but uh, yeah. It's just an exciting time. I'm so excited to see what happens, especially honestly for me, the marketing hmm. of cannabis, where it's going to end up going. And yeah, yeah. All of the, all the bands, because well, I myself actually talk to cannabis companies quite often yeah. for mom's TO. Yeah. And it's funny, like the conversations they can have and the ones they can't have <laughs> and the ways we're allowed to talk about it and the ways we can't talk about it. Yeah. And, and I'm really about doubling down on the education for like the regular person about the pros, cons and everything in between. So yeah, the more um, people know the, the better the more that they it becomes and it's sort of like a gray area and i think what's interesting about this podcast and this one specifically sean with your expertise is like we're giving people permission to be curious right yeah and they don't, we don't need to have all the well answers put. and you don't need to go out and like actually 
buy the weed tomorrow. Yeah. But like, it's okay to be curious and it's okay to like you dabble a little bit, right? You Absolutely. don't need to go into the majors. Yeah. You can like, yeah. you can try a bit, yeah, exactly. you know? You don't and have to go for like <laughs> right. a 30% THC <laughs> yeah. right, right off the bat. Right, right. And yeah. I think it's interesting. These stores that are popping up in Toronto, they're beautiful, they're sophisticated, and they're full of information. Yeah. You know, you can go around the honeypot and you could smell everything and see what it is and there see how much... spa for women that gives you some CBD something something when you oh, walk yeah. in. They're, they're like... That idea is like happening. Like it's almost experience. It's like an Airbnb, but mm-hmm. like it's like pot friendly. Right. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it. Somewhere. No, but like there's like there's spas that you go when you get drinks. Yeah. I don't think there's any pot places. Like Tyson's oh, but I guess. Sorry. A ranch. Well, that's cute. But I guess you wouldn't have a license. That's maybe the problem is people yeah. don't have licenses. Right. Yeah. But if you get a license for a shop at a spa in. Yes. Good idea. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that's the other thing. It's the government is really strict on what you can and can't do in your uh, shop. Right. Um, So, I'm also thinking the violation. Maybe the maybe the my spa idea is not the best. Well, you can't for one thing. For one thing, you can't serve like anything out like food or drinks. Can like at the moment cannot be in your store. It's like just cannabis. Yes. And there's a lot of restrictions on how you market as well. Um, there's, you know, I really uh, praise the guys that have opened and what they have done under those oppressive Mm -hmm. rules. Um, because, uh, yeah, when I was researching it, when I was in the lottery, it was like, whoa, how are we going to even like market this? You can't have like any swag. My dad was like losing his mind because my father's become a lawyer, right? And he's like been dealing with this his whole life. Mm -hmm. He's like the amount of licenses they've actually, like we're going to get political here now, but (laughs) the amount of licenses they've actually issued is going to create an illegal underground market. Mm -hmm. People, my father's like the, his, his theory was like the, uh, uh, like hell's angels, which is who he represents are going across Ontario right now and setting up shops because there's no way 27 licenses is going to manage Satiate an entire province. Market, it's yeah. not going to happen. Well, look, I mean, OCS ran out on day one, didn't they? Right. Yeah. yeah. So the it's, it's, it's going to be a black market regardless. Yeah. It's going to happen, right? Yeah. So. It, until, yeah. Until it gets to like where uh, Colorado is. And, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, we wish you, I wish you luck, Sean. I hope you get. Uh, yeah. So I'll probably enter the next lottery. Yeah. And see what happens. How much My, does it cost? Uh, I think it's $75. That's for, it? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I was like... For G- so you have to pick your region because um, it's by region. So mm-hmm. there's like GTA, Toronto, uh, you know, Ontario West, Ontario East, and so I was something like 800 for GTA, like on the list. Mm-hmm. But my wife, who sent in a uh, separate application, was like only 80 something for Toronto. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of cool. What did she do? Uh, she is. Uh, she works for the Toronto District School Board, cool. and she's a aquatics instructor for the school cool. board. Yeah, so she's not like teacher union; she's the support staff union. Uh-huh. Um, but she's still on mat leave. Awesome. <laughs> Good for her. Yeah, she'll be coming back to work soon. Cool. I feel like she's been on mat leave for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're from a four-year-old to a one and a half-year-old with eighteen-month mat leaves over summers. Yeah, yeah. it happens that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Thanks for coming. Yeah, yeah thanks, thanks for having me. I think that'll be really helpful. And dad's oh, weeds. Educate yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Let's smoke some of the shit. Let's go. <laughs> I got some papers now. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank you so much for hanging out with us today. We hope you really enjoy the content. We are eager to chat with the most interesting people about topics that you care about. Please connect with us on social media at Moms That Say, at MomsTO, and at Dr. Dina Kulik and share your comments, requests, and to continue the conversation. If you want to hear more, click subscribe and rate us too. We're all about the feedback. 
because this podcast is for you. Have a great rest of week. Until next time.